Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 129. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. How's the weather? Well, it's kind of chilly and rainy. Again. Yeah, same here. like that all week. Yeah, We've got a north wind today that will absolutely take your breath away. We we say it frosts the nuts on a brass monkey. Well, that's what my son <laughs> said. My son called me last night. He said, I just got in from Toronto. Ah. Oh, my gosh. He thought it was very cold. Yeah, this now, time he of year. he lives in South Carolina, you know. Right. Well, this so, time of year, um, it could, you could hit and miss there. Yeah, so um, he thought it was brutal, but um, I don't know. I'm excited. After we get done here, I am going to make some onion jam. Oh, I've heard of that. I've never tried it. Yeah, it's so delicious, but I've never made it, so I'm all excited. So I'm going to go with a, a wing ding thing going on tonight. Oh. Hope it's good with wings. Had it cool. with steak before, but not wings, but I, I think it'll be good with wings. So. Awesome, awesome. So I've had this weird pain in my lower left abdomen, right? And I would would think it was like an appendix, but it's the opposite side. So I decided to Google my pain and Google came back and said that I probably have a ovarian cyst. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm thinking, oh, come on, Google, you have all my data. You should know me better than that. You should. uh, How can you figure out I'm a liberal? Exactly, but you know they're all. We're all staying away from that gender identity oh, stuff. Oh, I guess so. I guess there you go. So I don't know. So, Got to go get my ovaries checked. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go get those checked. You know, you might be pregnant for yeah. God's sakes. <laughs> I don't know, Google. I am not a liberal. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah what do we got today well you know the mail bomber um has been he's been arrested yeah caesar and, uh, sayok yeah yeah and he's pretty much a wing nut yeah well here in canada we have a football team called the blue bombers so being a blue bomber fan in canada means something totally totally different <laughs> <laughs> well you know, it's been a long week. You know, it started out on Monday with the Soros bombing, yeah. or not bombing. They found the right. contraption. Um, these these all seemed like duds, and I kind of think that was by design. Yeah, I, I mean, he sent it to people that don't open their own mail. Yeah, yeah, and all of them had a return address to Debbie <laughs> Wasserman Schultz, and it was misspelled. The name oh, was misspelled, and. And they all had six forever flag stamps on there. And um, he certainly, I was hoping, I guess, because of all the rhetoric that had been passed back and forth between the media and Trump, that he was a crazy liberal. I mean, the fact is he's crazy, of course, but they picked up his van, which, while ago, 
and it's like a conversion. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's like an 80s van. van. But, yeah. yeah, but it, it has windows. Right. So, like a commercial van with windows. But it has stickers all over the thing. And, and when I say all over, I mean every window is covered, um, which makes sense because later I discovered that possibly he lives in his mother's driveway inside this van. Oh, nice. So this is kind of a song. But he definitely had the president and the vice president all over this fan. So he's definitely a Trump fan. Right. I was hoping it would kind of go in the opposite direction because, you know, there's just been an awful lot of things said. But he, he certainly wasn't hiding out in this van. I mean, this was very, this van is very conspicuous. Uh, he had been arrested before for making terrorist threats back in like 2001. He was arrested again in 2014 for shoplifting. <laughs> okay. He was originally from New York, now living in Florida. And in Florida, it's where he was arrested. Kind of looked like he drew his hair on with a felt marker. When I oh, saw a the picture, picture of I saw was bald-headed. Yeah, I saw a picture with hair, and it looked like he had drawn it on with a jiffy marker. Oh, wow. Interesting, because I saw a bald one. Okay. Well, he's definitely a nut, and I think it's a nice way to close things off on Friday with catching this dude. Yeah, I know. It didn't take him long, man. They had him in the sights quickly. Yeah, I. my understanding is they knew yesterday, yeah. and, of course, they were watching him. Right. There still could be more bombs out there, or... You know, these duds. Right. Um, he, he will probably still get life in prison, but he certainly won't get the death penalty because they were all duds. Right, right. And it seems sort of like he knew what he was doing there. He did seem to send them to people that had said malicious things about the president, high-profile Democratic leaders. Right. Um, so no surprise there. Mm-hmm. But definitely crazy, and, you know, the one thing that everybody needs to remember is when something like this happens, nobody is to blame except the person that did it. Pretty much, but uh, Trump's getting all the blame. He certainly is, and, you know, um, CNN is blaming him. Even Zucker, the CEO, came out with a statement against Trump saying it was Trump's fault, and you know, Trump says things. He, he said things that he really shouldn't have said that are a little aggressive. But listen, last week, Eric Holder said that you should kick Republicans in the face. Yeah, exactly. This goes two ways. This is It, it goes two ways. Yeah. Look at um, Look Maxine at, Waters. Yeah. She says all kinds of crap. Yeah, no doubt. Yes. You, know, and, um, you, you can't. When, you can't take things literal like that because uh, uh-huh. then a lot of people, you, you'd all be put in jail. <laughs> well, for sure. And you know what? When a group of people gang up on someone else and become threatening, that's what we call a mob. Exactly. And CNN wants you to get rid of the mob word. It's the new dirty word on CNN. <laughs> Somebody says mob, they cut their mic. Oh, wow. Throw them out of the studio. Mom, 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 mom. (laughs) Oh, man, this world is crazier every day. It is. It is. And uh, I don't know. Well, now that Canada has um, legalized marijuana, 
legis- legislated marijuana, you mean? Yeah, yeah legislated. <laughs> we got to talk about Missouri because, you know, we have a awful lot of listeners in Missouri. Yeah. And you guys are way behind the rest of the world, it seems. Ooh, we are terribly behind, but that's not so unusual for us. You know, we kind of joke a lot about it, but, you know, there are some serious, serious conditions. Yeah. That medical marijuana is um, really is the only option. It's the best option, and it's the safest option. Exactly. Now, we're going to have three bills on the ballot um, a week from Tuesday. They, there's a lot of similarities. Uh, so I, I, I don't know which one is best because uh, I don't see that much difference. What I do know is we need to pass something. Something. Yeah. Um, now, uh, uh, let's see. What Now, are you talking medical cannabis? Or are you talking just regulate, like, uh, you know, smoking leisurely? No, this is just medical. Oh, wow. You guys yeah. are like way yeah, more. Yeah. But I, I think it's a step, you know, other states have had medical marijuana, have definitely very quickly gone to legalization. Missouri, until the, the federal um, laws are changed, I don't know that they would ever legalize it. Wow. That just boggles my mind. They'd rather have people dying of opioid addictions than, than to actually, you know, allow cannabis to be legal, but they don't make any money from it. See, here in Canada, our politicians figured out how to make money from it. Um, and they well, thought and they, they, they thought they were, you know, take, took two years to, to figure this all out. They thought they were smart. But what they basically have done now, or what it has caused, is a huge inflation, like four times the price that people were paying from their illegal dealer. So, Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, when you start adding taxes and paying the middlemen along the way, it's it's going to be quickly inflated as far yeah, as the price goes. That's, that's true. Now, there were some dispensaries operating illegally during this period where they were trying to figure it out. And the, and the RCMP just kind of, in certain areas, let them do their thing. And, and our area was one of them. So in order for those companies to go legal now... Basically, they've had to close their doors because they've got an, uh, an application in to be a legal place. These, oh my these are all the, the places that have been operating for years and have knowledgeable staff. And if you've got a medical condition, you can come down and talk to these guys and they will recommend products that will work for you. These people are all out of work now. So what you've got is a whole bunch of legal stores that, of course, are a lot are backed by rich people and politicians that are the only Ooh. stores that are operating. So they've cornered the market and they don't have knowledgeable staff. So people are going in there to ask questions and they can't answer their questions. Plus they're paying $13, $14 a gram, whereas the going price in my hometown was $4. So, oh my goodness! Yeah, that it makes a big difference. So, well, it, I'm telling you what we pay here just for the CBD without the THC is a hundred and thirty dollars for an ounce. Oh my! Tincture. Yeah, but a tincture that you take yeah. about a point two five dropper. Right, right. So that's very concentrated, but that's still very expensive because that's oh a, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you're you're paying a really inflated price for that too. Yeah, wow. but there are a lot of people that need it, and um, I have an article here that's from Fox Four and KC, and uh, I just want to quote a little bit of it because Missouri could become the 31st state to legalize medical marijuana. Now that kind of excludes the ones, the states that have legal legal marijuana. But they're going to have a tough choice in November because there's two, three different bills. Now I don't understand that you necessarily have to choose one of the bills. Um, you could actually vote for all three, I guess. But they quote a mother Sarah Lango, who has a daughter with epilepsy. Um, she's like me. I never smoked marijuana when I was young. She didn't either. And she says a few years ago, if you would have asked her, she would have been indifferent. I feel the same. She was uneducated, she claims. But Avery, her daughter, has what they call a rare catastrophic form of epilepsy called Dravet syndrome. Avery has between 10 and 17 small seizures on any given day. She has intense periods every couple of months that can last anywhere from 15 to three, 15 minutes to three hours. Wow. Now, it's heart-wrenching to watch this. Now, I have a son that has the same thing. He's 29 years old, but it's not called Travitt syndrome on him. It's uncontrolled seizures. Um and at one point, my son was having over 100 seizures an hour. Oh, my God. Um, we had universities studying him. Wow. Now, he got a VNS implant that helped. Believe me, it did not get rid of the seizures, but it did curtail them enough that um, I, I remember he, he tasted it after the surgery where they implanted it. He tasted some chicken nuggets, and it was basically the first time he had tasted it. Wow. So that's how intense um, his seizures are. And now when he has a grand mal seizure, it's very hard to stop them. But the oil is hope. Right. It's hope because you can put it on their gum or under their tongue, and it takes effect almost immediately. Immediately, yeah. Yeah, it's now pretty that, amazing. That's not to even mention the cancer patients that can use it. Yeah, I likely wouldn't be here if it wasn't for cannabis oil. So... And I'm probably one of the, the few out there that has the proof. Although my when I explained why my, my biopsies were coming back as inconclusive, I explained I was on cannabis oil. They ignored that fact. They pretended they didn't even hear me say that because it has nothing to do with the big business of cancer. Oh, exactly. Or seizures, for that matter. Exactly. Even in states where medical marijuana is legal, you know, you're talking about these people that are very knowledgeable, that are selling the cannabis. Yeah. The reason you need knowledgeable people is the doctors won't write scripts for these. Exactly. Even where it's legal. They don't want to touch it because, like you said... It is big business. Seizure, well, cancer. It's, it's not only that. I've had this discussion with a few of my doctors, and they say, how can I write a prescription for something you know more about than I do? They've never been trained in cannabis. Well, that's interesting. And that really needs to change. That, that really, well, surely, really to needs goodness, to that can be. Yeah, that does need to be changed. But on the ballot, um, a week from Tuesday are three different bills. Uh, the first one is, I don't know why they start with Amendment 2, but it is sponsored by the Veteran 
Healthcare Services Initiative. It would legalize medical marijuana. It would tax the sales at 4%, but the revenue would go to healthcare services for veterans. It would also allow patients to grow their own. Uh, The new approach, um, Missouri is the one that is leading the campaign. Now, Amendment 3 is Medical Marijuana and Biomedical Research and Drug Development Institute. Now, biomedical research, we have a really big biomedical research in Springfield, Missouri. Okay. They research all sorts of things like migraines and uh, fat, obesity, uh, whatever they're paid to to do. They do trials. Now, this would legalize medical marijuana. It would tax the marijuana at 15%. (laughs) It would create the research center. And Brad Bradshaw, whom I know, who is a physician and attorney that wrote this bill, would oversee it. Now, who writes themselves in? I like Brad. I know Brad. But Mm -hmm. that seems a little weird that you would write yourself a job into a bill. Yeah. And he really doesn't need another job. But uh, <laughs> but I do like the fact that they would research and, and, and learn more because isn't that part well, of the problem with marijuana? Yeah. They haven't it, it's done a lot of research. Well, no, that's not true because there is research out there. They just don't want to look at it. Okay. There is a ton of research out there. And, and the more research is done, the more open marijuana usage is. Because well, maybe all these I experts. should say not in the states because it has not been legal to do trials with marijuana in the states. There's probably a lot of research out there worldwide, though. And it all has to do with corporate pharma paying the politicians. That's all it has to do with. It's mm, ridiculous. You know, corporate pharma is crazy. I'm, I'm having an issue with that myself on another issue, but we'll talk about that another day. Okay. Proposition C is medical marijuana, and veterans healthcare services, education, drug treatment, and public safety initiative. Now the tax on this one would be 2%. The revenue would be spent on veterans drug treatment, education, and public safety. Now, but the patients could not grow their own. The only one where patients could grow their own is amendment two. So I think Amendment 2 is probably the best bet. It's extremely hard to grow cannabis. Anybody thinking that they are just going to pop a few seeds in a pot and grow it in their living room, uh, that that's never going to work. Never going to work. Oh, but they would at least have the ability to do it without getting arrested. Correct. Yes. For those that could. Now, I don't like the fact that you only get the research on Amendment 3. Well, they don't have to research themselves. They, there's a ton of research going on and, and accessible online. That's where I found that THC killed um, the cancer that I had. And it was a U.S. Which study. Was. What kind of cancer did you have? Tell Squam- everybody. Squamous cell carcinoma. Which is a very aggressive. <clears throat> yeah, and chemo doesn't work on it. So my only choices were, were basically radiation and surgery, which... I received both. They screwed up my radiation and the tumors in in my stage three cancer in in my lymph glands. The, the they weren't shrinking at all. So they were taking biopsies, and all my biopsies were coming back inconclusive. And I went inconclusive. Like 
What do you mean? Like that makes no sense. And the oncologist said, well, they can tell their cancer cells, but the nuclei of each cell is so mutated and enlarged and overgrown that they can't tell if the cell was alive or dead. Wow. So my, wow. Re- my results actually went to a world convention on neck and throat cancer and they were presented, they, my case was presented to all the world experts. They shrugged their shoulders and said, surgery is your only option. So I went for the surgery. A month later after my surgery, I found out they messed up my radiation. So I wouldn't be here, I don't think, if it wasn't for cannabis oil, because I don't know too many people that lived with stage three cancer in their lymphatic system for more than a couple of years. But yeah, I, but I did. exactly right, yeah. But I and did, so how did that work, you know? so well we need to do something we need to legalize it across the united states and yes you are hearing a conservative say that but i want to bring up one point okay we hear about all of these people that did all these horrible things like hillary clinton you know and she doesn't serve a minute of time right right there was a guy in new jersey he went to oregon he has cancer correct right he buys some marijuana he takes it home, which is against the law, no doubt. Right. Somehow he gets arrested. He gets eight years. <laughs> wow. Are you kidding me? We wow. let all of these politicians go for doing horrendous things. Oh. And a guy with cancer has some medical marijuana that he bought legally, albeit in another state. Eight years. Ugh. Give me yeah. a give me a break. Somebody surely will fix that, Bert. That's wow. the ridiculous ridiculousness that goes on right now with marijuana. We've got a lot bigger fish to fry. Yeah, no kidding. And we need to focus more on the heroin problem. And by taking marijuana out of the mix, we could probably put a lot better resources towards solving heroin and opioid problems. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay, healthcare. Yes, updates. I'm constantly worrying about this pre-existing conditions because, as it stands right now, pre-existing conditions can be, you know, ridiculous things. You know. Right. Um, like a lot of people are on statins for cholesterol. Right. Right. Um, and that's considered a pre-existing condition. If you're a rock car <laughs> climber or a scuba diver, that's considered a pre-existing condition. Wow, okay. Because you're risky. Um, the president put out word today through some of his staff that he will not sign a bill that is designed to repair, replace, rescind, whatever you want to call it, Obamacare, that does not take into account pre-existing conditions and allows those people to get affordable insurance. Good, good. I'm calling it the presidential promise. Okay, hmm. There you go, though. That's that's what we were hoping for, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, it's absolutely what we have to have. Yeah, and and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for McCain. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't for McCain. Now, we got some good news, but it's it's mixed with some bad news. Oh? Uh, we got 3.5% growth with very little inflation. In fact, the inflation was like 1.5%, which 
when you talk about a 3.5% growth, that's um, pretty yeah. amazing, okay? But despite the fact that Obama said 3% would never happen and that that was just a pipe dream, <laughs> it has now happened for at least three quarters, and we may go this full year with over 3% growth. Obama couldn't get over two. Wow, there you go. But earnings on these companies are disappointing. And you go, well, how the heck could you do that when everybody's spending more money? Um, well, there's lots of reasons. Wages. The market for people to work for you is pretty competitive right now. The dollar is high. Interest rates are rising. Now, all three of those join together to create less earnings for companies. That You know, but, you know, it doesn't mean they're going broke. Exactly. They're pissed off because they're not getting a big dividend this year. Exactly. Exactly. And so you've got a stock market sell off this week <laughs> because these people are pouting. Right. Poor rich people. So, yeah. Now, will this cause the Fed to take a step back on these interest rate hikes? I think so. Because these guys always get what they want. Yeah. They're still going to have to pay more money for employees. And that's a good thing. They should have been exactly. paying that to begin with. I mean, yeah, what is absolutely. what is it? Half of America makes less than 30000 a year? Yeah. You can't yeah. live on 30000 a year. Nobody can anymore. I just saw in my hometown, the median family income is 35000 Wow. You, that's just horrible. We have a lot of people that are on public assistance in this town. Yeah. And most of the other people um, work for themselves. That's why the insurance situation is just dire. Right. Because you have to take out private policies. Right. And an area like this can be just grossly affected. Right. And I mean gross in more than one way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Megan Kelly. I mean, everybody that reads our site, listens to us, knows we're not her biggest fans. No. No, never have been. And uh, yeah, I I saw that headline, I think it was yesterday or was it today, this morning? But uh, I thought, well, that I, saw, I think we saw that coming, didn't we? Well, yeah, they were looking for an excuse. Now, what she said was, she um, said back when she was young, it was perfectly acceptable to paint your face dark or black and... It was a Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> I never did that, but she's right. It was she's perfectly 100%. acceptable. Yeah, she... My favorite musical, Meet Me in St. Louis. The little kids are painted black like hobos. Right, right. You know, I mean, it was. There was a time when it was acceptable. Was that right? Absolutely not. Well, we you thought know? it was okay at the time, and society seemed to accept it. Exactly. Yeah. And now things have changed, and... Um, should she have been fired for telling something that's just bait? It's just a fact. Yeah. yeah, I think she's got a case there for wrongful dismissal for sure. She was stating Absolutely. a fact. Yeah, she was stating a fact. And um, my guess is that um, she won't be working again in a national market. I know that Fox said we don't want her back. <laughs> wow. I wonder and why they felt so compelled to say that. I don't know. But, um, you know. Uh, she'll still get a nice package out of it if they just pay out our contract. I saw yesterday that would be sixty million dollars. Whoa! So she's not going to starve. 
Oh, no, but she, she was. Andy Lactus was a bad move on his part. He wanted to pull the network a little more to the right. His, his other employees were the first ones to be against such a move. Then the audience, the politics. Um, now, this particular audience, they put her in front of uh, is predominantly female and predominantly black at that time in the morning. Hmm. So why would you have ever put Megan Kelly there anyway? Yes. She had already said a few, you know, things. And she's whiter and than she white. Was a fox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she behaves whiter than white. And yeah. you know, talk about someone that acts privileged. Holy cow! So he saw, you know, he he used us. I, I don't know what he's he was thinking. He's to get rid of her. She's a, she's a scapegoat. Uh, he shouldn't have got her in the first place. Right. And we can agree there. Yep. But we don't always agree about life's a journey and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. And Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace. And thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on therightleftchronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices.